And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi there, everybody, and welcome back once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show on which we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, I Uh want to talk about a film that involves a lot of really great people. Can I talk, too? You bet. (laughs) Go on. It's called Shutter Island, directed by the wonderful Martin Scorsese. It is written by Lita Calagridis from a novel by one of my favorite authors and a friend, Dennis Lehane. Uh-huh. And it stars one of my very favorite actors, Leonardo DiCaprio, as Teddy Daniels. Uh-huh. He is a United States Marshal, and when we see him at the very beginning, he is on a ferry boat mm-hmm. getting violently sick <laughs> as he and his partner, Chuck Owl, played by Mark Ruffalo, are taking this ferry out to the islands just off the Boston coast, the Massachusetts coast, to Shutter Island. Hence the name of the movie. That's right. Shutter Island. <laughs> and on Shutter Island, there is a mental hospital for the criminally insane. It is run by Ben Kingsley, who plays Dr. Cawley, and his assistant is Dr. Nering, played by the wonderful Max von Sydow. And from the very, very first second, Mm -hmm. when we hear the creepy, imposing, and frightening music, we know we're in for some scares. I think Shutter Island has to give a little bit of credit, not to take away anything from Mr. Lehane, who is a wonderful, wonderful writer and a very original mind. But there are elements here that are reminiscent of The Shining, a wonderful horror movie from the 70s. I would say a little bit of Twilight Zone creeps in here. Sure. And A Beautiful Mind, another wonderful and interesting movie starring Russell Crowe. And also there are echoes of a lot of Hitchcock films. Oh, very much so, very much so. And I like the fact that this movie takes place in the 50s, it's post-war, and our hero, Teddy, is consumed with some memories that give him some problems while he's on Shutter Island to investigate the disappearance of a patient. The patient's name is Rachel. She disappeared from her cell. There is no way to get out. There is no way to get out of the prison mental hospital. How did she do it? Nobody can figure that out. Right, including his partner, played by Mark Ruffalo. That's right. The thing about this film, Anne, Mm -hmm. that makes it, I think, quite interesting, is every moment of this film, somebody up there on screen is lying. Mm -hmm. And we can't figure out who is doing the lying. Why are they lying? A lot of things happen that are bizarre. Are they in the memory of Teddy Daniels? Are they things that are really happening? You know, Les, I think that what you're bringing up is there's a lot of ambiguity going on in this plot line. It pays you to pay attention. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to say this, too. We're not going to give away anything on this movie. And much of the movie involves a twist and turn, so we can't go there. However, I think that this movie is probably a wonderful picture to see a second time. Because the first time, you're not going to be aware of 
what we were going to call the surprise. You're not aware of it as it's going on and as it's unfolding. And I think that when you go back and look at it, you will hear and see certain things that will delight you upon a second viewing. Well, that's why it reminded me so much of Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. We can call them red herrings or what Hitchcock used to call the MacGuffin. Right. And we can't quite figure out what is going on. But we do figure out that Teddy Daniels, the Leonardo DiCaprio character, Mm -hmm. is having difficult for him flashbacks about his long dead wife. And all of the repercussions within that marriage. Yes. Her name is Dolores, and she is played wonderfully in these flashbacks by Michelle Williams. We have seen Michelle Williams in a lot of films. I've always thought she looked like she came (laughs) from the 50s. I agree with you. And she is perfectly cast here, and I think she does it very, very well. I liked the way Ben Kingsley plays Dr. Cawley, too. He's very steely, but yet there's a certain compassion in his performance. And I think, too, DiCaprio's hallucinations come about, and he believes that they have arisen because he thinks that maybe the insanity that lingers and lurks with these patients at Shutter Island perhaps is contagious. And he says that with a touch of irony, but I think he really believes it at one point. I think so, too. And that makes his character that much more interesting. Well, yes, because you're worried. Will he survive or will he not? All kinds of bad things begin to happen to him, and certainly they happen to his colleague, Chuck. There's all sorts of stuff going on here. I think it's a little hard for people to follow it all the time. I think Shutter Island is well worth your time and your energy. I like the fact that it made me think. Okay. <laughs> well, I had read the novel, so the the film didn't... Well, it didn't shock you Yes, it didn't shock, it shock me or me. bewilder me as much as I wish it had. Okay. Maybe I ought to stop reading novels and writing them. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. In any case, I did like this film. I don't think it's a great film. I think that Martin Scorsese has done masterpieces in his day. Well, usually Scorsese he puts together a film with mob ruled and thugs and where the characters drop word bombs every five seconds. In Shutter Island, I think he's created another kind of world where evil lurks at every turn, but the evil kind of lives inside the minds of the inhabitants of Shutter Island and those that have been deemed socially unfit for normal life. I mean, it's a totally different genre for him, and I think he did a wonderful spot-on job. Well, I think he did a good job. It's, again, not one of my favorite films of his. I do think that it's one of my favorite performances of Leo DiCaprio. Mine too. I think he's just absolutely stunning in this. Shutter Island, make no mistake, is a dire and bleak film, but you feel for DiCaprio all the way through it. He's very effective. You're with him with his sorrow throughout his pain, his agony, as he discovers more truths than he's bargained for. It's quite an interesting performance. I think the whole movie was complex. I think it's a must-see for people who are fans of horror movies and thrillers, psychological thrillers, because this is certainly that kind of a movie. Got more twists in the plot than you would find in a pretzel factory. (laughs) I think this is a good movie. I like the claustrophobic setting that Scorsese creates, and I wanted to say, too, that at times it had me squirming to get out, but I didn't want to get out before the ending. So for me, Shutter Island, I'm going to give it a green light. 
Okay, I'm going to give this film a very bright, almost enticing yellow light. Well, that's good. I would not suggest anyone stay away from it, but it's not the kind of entertainment that a lot of us go to when we go to the movies. It is an adult film. It is a film that is going to disturb you. So, one bright and enthusiastic yellow light from me and a green light from Ann Elder for Shutter Island. Well, we're going to be back with another film very, very soon. We see a lot of films. Some of them we love, some of them we like, and some of them... eh. (laughs) So let's see what we come up with for next time. Until then, I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews urges you to join us in the dark, munching popcorn and having a great time at the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. I think that was good enough. I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.